This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville, Speedway, and 10th Street next to Ben Davis High School for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey of the Kevin Kersey Agency. The Kevin Kersey Insurance Agency, a member of the Farmers Insurance Group, can help you with your home, life, auto, or business needs. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. We can also be found on Facebook at the Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m. Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. The Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Today's program is made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. And now here's your host, Rob Kendall. Welcome into another edition of Central Indiana Today here on 98.9 WIRZ. I'm Rob Kendall. Thanks for joining us on the program today. 
Well, you guys were such a great, great audience in 2016, and and you've continued on here in 2017. So I wanted to do something special today, and I thought, well, who are a couple of the really, really uh, hot item guests we could get? And I came to my attention here very recently that, well, two of Indiana's biggest governmental figures are in the spotlight this week. They are Indiana's Governor Eric Holcomb, who last night delivered the State of the State address to an audience all across Indiana, and Chief Justice of the Indiana Supreme Court Loretta Rush is delivering the State of the Judiciary today, and that is a huge deal for uh, judges and legal minds across our state. So I said, why don't we why don't we do them both in the same episode? And thankfully, our good friend, Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt, was able to uh, make that happen. Of course, Senator Merritt and I work on the Capital Happenings podcast every week, keeping you informed of what's going on in state government. And the state of the state is the big thing this week in Indiana government and politics. So we sat down, uh, Senator Merritt and I did with uh, Chief Justice Rush, as well as Governor Eric Holcomb, and they are a guest on today's program. We get you started with our conversation with Chief Justice of the Indiana Supreme Court, Loretta Rush. We have the privilege today of speaking with the Chief Justice of the Indiana Supreme Court, uh, Loretta Rush. Mr. Chief Justice, thank you for being with us today. Good morning. Uh, Senator Barrett, first question? Well, you're, you're staying the judiciary today, and this is uh, quite an event for the, for you and the judiciary of the state of Indiana. Uh, I'm looking forward to hearing what you have to say. Can you kind of give me a framework of what you're going to say today? Sure. This is my third time doing the state of the judiciary. The Constitution sets out once a year. The Chief Justice um, goes to the General Assembly and reports on the progress of the courts. So sort of three themes this year. Um, we're doing a lot with technology to modernize the court system. We have um, a huge role in criminal code reform, um, including looking at the uh, drug ep epidemic that's going on. And then the final are all the um, cases dealing with strengthening Hoosier families. I'm curious, you know, you obviously started as a judge on a local level and, and worked your way up. How has the judiciary changed during your, your time on the court? Well, I, I don't think we, we didn't, it, I would have maybe one heroin case in six months, and now these judges are seeing them on a daily basis. We weren't losing um, individuals to drug overdoses to the extent that we're doing now. The number of unrepresented litigants, the number of litigants that um, where English is not the primary language. So a lot has changed. I mean, we didn't have a computer in the courtroom. We, had, we didn't even have a fax machine when I became a trial court judge. So a, a lot has changed. This uh, ep epidemic we have, this scourge we have, obviously, I believe it's going to take five years. Do you think we've got a good start to killing heroin in five years? I think we've got a good foundation. I think a lot of work needs to be done, and I th think that there's a level of urgency. We've really ramped up our specialty courts in looking at um, drug courts and dealing intensively with offenders because, you know, you can you know you have somebody offend and you can incarcerate them, but then they come out and they're in society and then they get arrested again. And so, so we are looking at breaking cycles, and that just takes time, um, and it really takes a lot of community involvement, including non-governmental entities. And I'm going to talk about those entities today in Great. my state of the judiciary. People may ask the, the state of the judici judiciary, who is there? Who do you speak to? Um, and, and what is it like to kind of be in front of those people talking about the Indiana Supreme Court? 
I'm really proud of our judiciary. Um, I think the judicial branch sometimes is the least understood branch, but when you, when you look at Indiana, you look at the landscape, we have 1.4 million cases filed. Those are cases involving um, businesses. It could be about a $200 bill. Um, it's, they're dealing with families. So a lot of societal issues come to the courts. So we deal with a lot. I always tell people, if you want to know what's going on in your community, go ask your trial court judge. So I'm very proud of the judiciary. I'm very proud of the work that we're doing with the legislative and executive branch. Senator Merritt and I communicate at least weekly, if not sometimes daily, with regard to what we can do better. How can the judicial branch step up and do their part with regard to solving these issues that come to court? Because if you're a judge and you see the end result, you see somebody that dies of a drug overdose, or you see somebody whose life has com you know, completely gone down, what can we do to prevent it? What can we do to back, go back up the stream? Um, and I think it'll make, for it'll make our state stronger. Well, we really appreciate you taking a moment to come on hap uh, Capital Happenings, and we really enjoy this podcast. And Rob and I bid you good luck today. Right, and Senator Merritt, I thank you for all that you're doing. You're doing some outstanding work in this area. That was Loretta Rush, the Chief Justice of the Indiana Supreme Court here on Central Indiana Today. Special thanks to her as she was delivering the state of the judiciary today. And so we certainly appreciate her taking a few moments to sit down and talk with uh, myself, Rob Kendall, along with Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt. Senator Merritt and I also had the privilege of speaking with Indiana's new governor, Eric Holcomb, last night. Governor Holcomb delivering the state of the state address and here is what Governor Holcomb had to say. Well, we have the privilege today of speaking with uh, the new governor for the state of Indiana, Eric Holcomb. Mr. Governor, how are you, sir? Uh, it's another great day. Every day is a, every day is a uh, uh, banquet. Every meal is a banquet. And uh, I'm looking forward to each and every one of them. Uh, real quick, I know Senator Merritt's got some great questions for you as well. But uh, last night, obviously, your, your first big event for the state of Indiana. Uh, how was it to be in front of all those people? Well, it seems like it's one big event after another big event after another big event when you first start in your first year, and uh, the legislature is somewhat settled in for a week or so. Um, so uh, it's playing catch up when you're staffing up and uh, going through all the inaugural activities and then into the state of the state. But that's that's what my predecessors have told me uh, was that once you give your first state of the state, it becomes real. Yeah, it's Cadillac. Yeah, exactly. And uh, it was a good experience last night. Senator Merritt? Well, uh, Governor Daniels used to write his State of the State on Thanksgiving weekend, and it seems as though he had time. Uh, seems like what you don't have is time. You had 106 days to campaign for governor. It was fire hose at you constantly. And then uh, you're trying to put a government together. How was it writing the speech that you gave? And it was an outstanding speech last night. Well, thank you. Uh, it's a continuation of of what that 106 days represented, that's where I really uh, learned what was front and center on Hoosiers' minds from the Ohio River to, to Burns Harbor and all points in between. And so we've been focused on those five pillars for some time, and we're honing and we're tweaking and we're making sure that uh, every detail, every, every T is crossed and I is dotted. Uh, and we've got friends in the legislature that have been at this for a while like you and uh and so we're partnering up uh where we can to maximize the uh efforts um i took i didn't write mine on thanksgiving or uh christmas uh, i took one step at a time and uh, didn't get ahead of myself in this first year um but I, I worked on it for a week or so 
Mr. Governor, one of the goals of this show, and Senator Merritt has done a great job of laying this out, is to try to take the average person inside what it's like to be in the, the State House during session. When you become governor, do they give you a binder? Do they say, here's your guide to being governor? Where do you start? <laughs> well, I think the most important thing is to be yourself. Uh, that's what I've, it's really come uh, front and center to me, is, uh, is not to try to be one of your predecessors. I, I took that question a lot. Are you more like this? Are you more like that? And and I can't think of any two governors that were carbon copies of one another. And so uh, I'm comfortable in my own skin, and I'll continue to be very accessible, very transparent, uh, like to get around the state, uh, like to get things done, like to have a plan. That's that's kind of my training from the United States Navy is if you're going to carry out a mission, you better have you, the plan of the day. If you're going to carry it out smartly, um, it better be crystal clear. And then you seek to get partners. And uh, that's what we'll do, and we'll have another successful session because of it. You know, I always say leaders lead uh, and visionaries challenge and confront. Hmm. Uh, you, you, last night, I think your remarks with your, with your pillars uh, really confronted Indiana and challenged us uh, to get to the next level. Uh, how, how, um, how, how far do you think we need to go, and where, where are we going? Well, I would like to ultimately see the state of Indiana in 20 years not just be a state that's known for our uh, agriculture and for our manufacturing prowess, but also as a place that if you're going to invent something or, in, or innovate, you think of the Eli Lilly's of the world and, the, and the, uh, the positive impacts that they're having all around the world. And then right here, that's their macro vision, but then they have a micro vision of community. And uh, I want, I want uh, the world to know that Indiana is a place where if you, if you want to innovate, if you want to invent, if you want to be on the cutting edge, right in the center of the country is where you're going to do it, and it's going to be Indiana, and it will jump out at the page. And, and when you arrive here and grow roots here, you will find out that we are a, a very industrious, caring people, and uh, it's a place to raise your family for generations to come. Now, you love basketball. Everybody knows that you shot bit. hoops in every county in the in the state. You're you're kind of underselling it. I <laughs> I, I made hoops in every county. When did you sound like I was clanking them off the back? Was, you know. What was the one place that you go? This was really cool to be able to shoot hoops here. I mean, I'm sure there were multiple, but there were. I mean, from I, I shot in a gym in Monroe City, Monroe City, as someone call it, but uh, Monroe City in Knox County, uh, where my dad shot in the '50s. That was special to, to be able to shoot on the very same rim and backboard in a gym that's no longer in, it's a community center, but it's no longer the school gym. Um, but then up in Mishawaka, I shot inside a barn and I shot in armories and I shot city parks where the mayor would have the department heads come out and we'd pass around and shoot hoops. So I think everyone was special. That, that the neatest part of it all was they were all different. And uh, some were spontaneous. Hey, stop there! And uh, at a VFW, and and with a cornfield in the background. And so it's hard for me to pass a goal. I, I kind of am always looking, and uh, occasionally I'll knock on someone's front door and say, "It's too good to pass up." May I? <laughs> well, well, Governor, we really appreciate you coming on Capital Happenings. We're uh, this this radio show podcast is in the early infant stages, but um, I'm excited about it. It's transparent. 
All of our constituents, 6.6 .6 million Hoosiers, are really curious about what goes on in the governor's office. And Rob and I really appreciate you coming on the show. Well, thank you for being here, and thank you for getting the word out. I, I uh, appreciate what you're doing, Rob, and Senator Merritt. Look, look forward to good days ahead. That was Indiana Governor Eric Holcomb speaking with us today about his State of the State address last night. And uh, special thanks again to Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt for helping arrange those interviews. By the way, and we mention this all the time, but Senator Merritt and I, we do a weekly podcast called Capital Happenings. Often we use that program uh, as part of Central Indiana Today, keep you up to date on the latest that's going on in the State House, And that's where these two interviews are going to end up as well. And uh, Senator Merritt, good friend of the show, and we love working with him. In just a moment, Senator Merritt and I are going to sit down and talk a little bit about... Uh, about the state of the state uh, address and uh, kind of figure out where we're at now. We're a couple weeks into the Indiana legislative session. And one of the things that Governor Holcomb is going to be facing, and he did a touch on it last night during his state of the state address, uh, is, um, is this gas tax. And it's going to be very, very interesting. Look, that is the conversation, conversation. every year in the state legislature, uh, there seems to be a marquee issue. And under Governor Pence, often those marquee, quote-unquote, issues were socially related. Of course, you had the, the uh, marriage issue uh, in 2013, and uh, I'm sorry, yeah, in, in 2014, I'm sorry, and then you had uh, RFRA, RIFRA, in 2015, and um, now they're back once again. Uh, here in 2017, the key issue in the long session, they call it the long session because it runs longer, <laughs> aptly named, and it's the budget. And they're putting together the budget, and one of the major issues they're trying to address is how to properly fund the repair and replacement and building of roads in the state of Indiana. The House of Representatives has a plan out right now that they have released, at least tentatively, which involves a lot of tax increases, and they are it is a lot of money. Uh, your, your gas taxes are going to go up. There's going to be tolls on roads. There's going to be other fees for vehicles. There's a lot of new cost to Indiana drivers. Now, the Indiana Senate has come out and, and said, Senator Merritt said on Capitol Happenings last week, they're going to kind of wait and see uh, what the House ultimately comes up with, send them a package, and then they will go from there. Now, last year this happened. No need to hit the panic button yet that there's going to be a, uh, a massive amount of tax increases. Uh, yet, yet, we should be very concerned. But yet, because this happened last year, the House passed a road funding plan that had uh, tax increases in it. It went to the Senate. The Senate, along with Governor Pence at the time, ultimately uh, torpedoed that. And we ended up getting, uh, I think it was about at the time, about $400 million in road funding and uh, some one-time funding to municipalities and just a hodgepodge of things. The municipalities had the ability to level new tax increases, but no permanent solution was found. So we will see what comes out. If I had to, if I were a betting man, I would say we're going to see some form of tax increase or fee increase. You know, that's how they do it. They call the fee the tax, you know, or the tax the fee to make you feel better about it. But uh, we will see something. Don't know exactly what that's going to be yet, but that is going to be the marquee issue. And it was an issue that the Governor Holcomb uh, touched on last night in the state of the state address. He's opened, uh, opened all sorts of ideas, and we will ultimately see what comes out of the Indiana legislature. Senator Merritt and I had a chance to uh, sit down after our interviews with Chief Justice of the Indiana Supreme Court, Loretta Rush, and Governor Eric Holcomb, talk a little bit about uh, the two guests and also talk about uh, the State of the State address last night. Here's what uh, Senator Merritt had to say. 
This is Capital Happenings. I'm Rob Kendall, along with Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt. A huge thank you to Indiana's new governor, Eric Holcomb. He is such a nice guy, isn't he? He really is, and he's a natural. He's so, so good on the radio and last night in his uh, remarks uh, regarding what the state of the state actually is. And it's in great shape. Uh, we are working towards the next level, and he is going to uh, challenge Indiana, challenge Hoosiers, confront us with the, with the future and um, I can't. I couldn't be more pleased that he's at the helm. Yeah. Okay. So we're going to spend just a few minutes now talking about the state of the state. You were there last night, Senator Merritt. This mm-hmm. will be airing on our Capital Happenings podcast, as well as my Central Indiana Today show on uh, WYRZ ninety eight point nine. It's probably pretty cool to be at the state of the state, right? I mean, I've never actually been to one. I've listened to them, seen them, but it's pretty neat to be there. Well, it's kind of a rite of passage. And as as the governor would say, uh, your first day of the state is kind of catalytic for the rest of the year. He's He, he had election night. He's put together a, a, a government. He had he was inaugurated. Now he has his first day of the state. And, and he has these pillars that he wants to have a foundation for tomorrow. And uh, I'm, I couldn't be more pleased with uh, how what his vision is for the next 20 years for the state of Indiana. Where are you at? What is the state of the state like for you? Like, where do you sit? I, I serve as, as the caucus chairman in the Senate, and thus I am uh, uh, right in back of the majority leader, Brant Hirschman. We sit right up at the front, so we get a great seat to, to watch his first uh, speech. Now, I need to be nice to Hirschman because there was a rumor he was considered for the FCC post. So I need, <laughs> we need to be super nice to him, right? Uh, Brant Hirschman is so, so... Uh, uh, versatile and and he he's a pilot he's uh he's uh chairs the the uh, tax committee in the senate and uh he has a little bit to do with um, utility policy in the state of indiana well, you mentioned tax committee and that is the big issue that governor holcomb's going to be facing we've talked about it on the senate side you guys are kind of waiting and seeing what the house comes up with um uh, how do you think he handled this big issue, which is funding for roads, and a lot of that's going to evolve around tax policy? Well, I think so. And and uh, uh, first of all, we need a, a, a full-fledged, balanced budget. We need to fund schools correctly. And and many people believe that our uh, we need a future plan for our roads. And uh, the governor was very clear he wants to be a part of that discussion. He will lead that discussion. And uh, taxes do come into play there. And it's going to take money. And <clears throat> if we're going to grow Indiana, continually um, recruit people to uh, come work here and come play here, uh, we're going to have, have we're going to have to have a quality infrastructure. Again, I'm Rob Kendall, along with Indiana State Senator Jim Merritt, uh, and we're talking a little bit about the state of the state address from Governor Holcomb last night. Is it a pretty cordial affair? I mean, we hear on the national level the protests and this side or that side. Always seems like a pretty cordial affair in Indiana. Yes, I've been. This is my 27th session of the legislature for me, and uh, I've been through several uh, Democrat governors, uh, by O'Bannon and Kernan. And uh, we always had the utmost respect, and it was a very, very um, collegial night, regardless of uh, what party the Democrat or what party, Republican or Democrat, that, the, that the, holds the governor's office. It's time for everybody to point Indiana the right way, and that's really the catalyst for the, for the, for the new governor and the legislature to start off on. Uh, Governor Holcomb has taken a huge initiative with this. We didn't get a chance to really get into it with him, but he's appointed the drug czar that we talked about. Uh, the heroin epidemic is a huge issue for you. How did you feel coming out of last night about Indiana's plan to try to tackle this very big issue? Well, it's a, in my mind, it's a five-year plan, and, and this is year one installment. And I believe that having a drug czar uh, 
having a commission that is going to guide Indiana is a very good start. But it's just that. Jim McClellan, the drug czar, is going to be outstanding at it. But we're going to have to put meat on those bones. Now, you've given a lot of big speeches, and obviously we're kind of wrapping up state of the state. Um, would would you be nervous? I mean, a lot of people thought you oh. might be a governor someday or still may be. You know, well, would I think, you be nervous giving that speech? I think absolutely. I, I think um, uh, the uh, chief justice t- today will be nervous. You're, you have all your peers, all your colleagues, uh, everybody from the uh, judicial branch, uh, the legislative branch, will be watching, and, and, and uh, you want to do well, and thus it, it'll put some butterflies butterflies in the tum before we kind of wrap up talking about uh, this experience today because it was wonderful the governor's office was so great to us um any any thoughts on the state of the state that you want to make sure that we address this week on capital happenings well it's just he put it's uh, he did what he needed to do he put a focus on uh, the budget roads uh heroin and and just really the idea of um of making indiana uh making Indiana work again and, and, and continue to work because it we've had a great run last 12 years and we will continue that. So we got the signal you got to go to work. Yes. So I uh, want to wrap this up by saying some thank yous to the governor's office. Yeah, many thanks to the governor's office and many thanks to the chief justice's office as well. Uh, we're very lucky to have both those great individuals as guests. Uh, thanks again to Chief Justice Loretta uh, Rush, also the Governor, Eric Holcomb. Senator Merritt, thank you as always. Thank you, Rob. Hey, don't forget, if you missed any part of today's show, you can check out the podcast anytime you want. We're on SoundCloud and iTunes. Just search Central Indiana Today. You'll find the show. You can download it totally free right to your smartphone or tablet. And as always, the podcast presented by McDonald's. Until next time, I'm Rob Kendall saying have yourself a great evening. You've been listening to the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today on 98.9 WYRZ. Made possible by the Kevin Kersey Agency, 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg. An archive of today's program can be heard at our website, wyrz.org. Tune in next time for another edition of the Kevin Kersey Agency presents Central Indiana Today with your host, Rob Kendall. This podcast of Central Indiana Today is brought to you by Figment 2 McDonald's. Stop by any of their stores in Avon, Brownsburg, Danville Speedway, and 10th Street, next to Ben Davis High School, for great specials, including the two for $2.50 and two for $5. They also have all-day breakfast items, which now include biscuits and McGriddles. And coming soon to the Danville location, Wednesdays will be family night. Figment 2 McDonald's is a proud supporter of Central Indiana Today and WYRZ 98.9. Hello, this is Kevin Kersey. Since 1968, our family has been helping customers with their insurance needs. We provide insurance coverage for life, home, auto, and recreational vehicles. We are located at 701 North Green Street in Brownsburg, and our phone number is 317-286-3481. The Kevin Kersey Agency can also be found on Facebook at The Kevin Kersey Agency or at our website, www.farmersagent.com forward slash kkersey. The Kevin Kersey Agency is a proud member of the Farmers Insurance Group. This is Jody Harley with Brownsburg Academy. Brownsburg Academy provides child care for families with classes focusing on child development. Brownsburg Academy provides daily activity reports, progress reports, and monthly newsletters to parents. Our hours of operations are 6 a.m. to 6.30 p.m., Brownsburg Academy is located at 685 Patrick Place. More information can be found at brownsburgacademy.com or by calling 317-858-8033. This is Dave Thomas for TNT Tax. 
TNT Tax is a local small business that performs tax preparation for personal and sole proprietor businesses as well as LLCs. My wife and I have been preparing taxes together in our family-owned business for 25 years. TNT Tax is located at 5389 Rockville Road, Suite 900 in Indianapolis. Our phone number is 317-244-7900. The UPS Store Brownsburg is located at 124 East Northfield Drive in Brownsburg. Their phone number is 858-1422. The UPS Store Brownsburg can handle your printing needs, including color, large format, and business cards. They also do blueprints, mailers, and invitations. Thanks to owner Tom Reese and all the folks at the UPS Store Brownsburg for supporting community radio in Hendricks County. This is Donald James of Impact Youth Mentoring. Impact Youth is a not-for-profit mentoring organization providing mentoring services to the children of Hendricks County. We pair mentors ages 16 and older with youth in Hendricks County. Over the past five years, we have been able to impact over 120 children through our mentoring and tutoring programs. Information about becoming a mentor or finding a mentor for a child can be found at impactyouthmentoring.org or via email at impactyouth1010 at gmail.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is located at 505 North Green Street in Brownsburg. Dr. Will Hine practices general and cosmetic dentistry with services ranging from veneers and whitening to implants and complete smile restorations. Indiana Family Dentistry's phone number is 852-5999 and website is infamilydentistry.com. Indiana Family Dentistry is a proud supporter of Hendricks County and Community Radio.